Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Miles per hour could see some power outages tomorrow afternoon and evening. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir 36, Foggy Bottom 41, Silver Spring at 38, and some of us down to 28 degrees overnight. Great to have you here on WTOP. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, several breaking stories. The U.S. Secret Service takes a driver into custody after they crashed their car into a White House gate tonight. We've got bad weather on the way in parts of the area tomorrow. A couple of school systems will be closing early. The Washington Commanders part ways with head coach Ron Rivera. How are some of you feeling about Ron Rivera being let go? I think it's the right move. I'm Shana Stulen. Families of children who saw their teacher shot in that Newport News classroom are suing the school system. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. An explosion at a centuries-old hotel, the Sandman Signature in Fort Worth, Texas. CBS's Matt Piper. It blew out windows and left downtown Fort Worth streets littered with debris, all from an explosion at a 20-story historic hotel. The patient count as we speak is 20. Craig Trojacek is with the Fort Worth Fire Department. We have not made a 100% determination, but we wanted to make it clear that this was some type of gas explosion, and we're still working on the, the details of that to figure out what, what all caused that. Several people were trapped in the basement. A restaurant in the building had been under construction. Matt Piper, CBS News. At least 21 injured now. One person took themselves to the hospital. After a door panel came off an Alaska Airlines flight, Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes have been grounded for inspection. And United Airlines says it has found loose bolts several of, on several of its grounded planes. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. United and Alaska are two of Boeing's best customers. So you have hundreds of their flights being canceled daily. You also have a, a bigger issue. You have... A, Boeing stock price down sharply on Wall Street, and this comes at a time when they've been dealing with quality control issues for some time and are looking to ramp up production of the 737 MAX, which is a cash cow for Boeing. A scare earlier at an exterior gate at the White House complex. Secret Service spokesman Anthony Guglielmi says a vehicle collided with the gate and the driver is now in custody. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is still in the hospital, but out of the ICU after being admitted last week. The secrecy surrounding the situation is causing concern in Washington, but CBS's Weijia Zhang reports... Even though we are hearing all of these concerns about lack of transparency, we have also learned that the president is not considering firing Austin and is still fully supportive of his secretary of defense, which a lot of Republicans, especially on Capitol Hill, are taking issue with because they are calling for his resignation. A winter storm is bearing down on the Midwest, where portions of Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan, and Indiana are in for several inches of snow into tomorrow. Northeast is just coming off of a storm, and it's in for more. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. In New York City and Long Island, in addition to the rain, we expect wind to be hitting gusts as high as 60 miles an hour leading to moderate coastal flooding. Next Tuesday marks the Iowa caucuses. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Mason City, Iowa. There's no question that the former president is in the lead at this point. It's just a question perhaps of by how much might he pull this off. He told supporters over the weekend, act like you were down by 1%. Don't believe those polls that say we're 35, 40 points ahead. This is CBS News. 
sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP, Monday evening, January 8th, 2024, College Park at 37. We could fall to 28 overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Continuing to cover breaking news as the Secret Service has taken a person into custody after they rammed their car into a gate near the White House this evening. It happened just before 6 p.m. at an exterior gate on the White House complex at 15th Street and Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. Secret Service has not yet identified the driver. They are investigating, of course, what led up to this crash. Keep it here on WTOP. We'll bring you more details as they come in tonight and tomorrow. We'll also new this evening. Storms will move into the area tomorrow. We're talking heavy winds and heavy rain at times. And now, some school systems in the area already are deciding to shut down early because of the expected storms. Anne Arundel County Public Schools will close two hours early tomorrow afternoon. Harford County Public Schools will dismiss three hours early. If we get any more to add to that list, we'll let you know here on WTOP, your first alert weather station. Next to one of our valued but lately troubling sports teams here, the Washington Commanders, as Riverboat Ron is gone. Terrible season that we just completed. The Washington Commanders parting ways with their head coach, Ron Rivera. This move kicks off the first coaching search under the new ownership team led by Josh Harris. Harris spoke to reporters hours ago about the timeline for hiring the next coach. And we need the next leadership here because we got a lot of work to do. You know, we have the draft, we have the off season, we have uh, we have you know a lot of draft capital that we need to be get prepared for. Uh, ultimately, free agency, uh, combines. But on the other hand, you know, this is a really important decision, and so it's going to be a. Uh, rapid but thorough process. So you heard what the owner is saying there. He wants a new coach in place pretty quickly, yet they'll be thorough in their search. How about the fans when it comes to Rivera's tenure as coach and looking to somebody new? WTOP Shayna Estulin has that part of the story. I'm totally disappointed in the commanders. Rob McGarra from Bethesda says he had hoped with Dan Snyder's ouster, things would improve. Not happened. William Booker gives Rivera's four-year run. Quality C. <laughs> Maybe a C-. minus. Says he hopes the new owners replace him with a younger head coach. If you look at the successful teams in the NFL right now, they're all going for younger coaches. Miami, the Eagles, San Francisco, you can go across the whole league. The young coaches are bringing a new spirit. These teams are turning things around quickly. He says the D.C. area has a passionate audience that would love to support a good team. Shane Estulin, WTOP News. We talked about the commanders. Now, how about the future of the Caps and Wizards possibly leaving D.C. for Alexandria's Potomac Yard? Those running D.C. say the neighborhood around Capital One Arena needs a facelift no matter what. WTOP Scott Gelman with the story. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is assembling a task force with the goal of transforming this neighborhood around Capital One Arena. That work will happen regardless of whether the Capitals and Wizards leave the city. We have a $500 million offer on the table that has the unanimous support of the D.C. Council. But it's unclear whether that will be enough to prevent the teams from moving to Northern Virginia. We continue to be in business with Mr. Leonsis until we're not. Acting Deputy Mayor Nina Albert. But no matter what happens, we must invest in Gary Place Chinatown so that it is one of the top cultural and entertainment districts in the nation. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 807, we're staying with D.C. The mayor says she also wants more people to come back into the city. That includes those who work for D.C. government. 
The mayor says employees will move from two days of telework per week down to just one day. She reiterates the importance of being there in person. Yes, I love to see everybody's smiling faces, but it's not just about that. It's about the services that we provide to our residents. Uh, And we are a local government, uh, and we need uh, to be there to do that. The mayor acknowledges a large number of workers was never remote because they're on the front lines. Officers, police officers and firefighters, teachers and public works employees, she gave them a special shout-out today. In January of last year, a little more than a year ago, in fact, a Newport News elementary school teacher was shot and wounded by a six-year-old student in her class. Now we're learning seven families of first graders inside that classroom at Richneck Elementary School at the time are suing the Newport News school board and three administrators. According to the Virginian pilot, the families claim the shooting could have been prevented. They're seeking $3 million. The students reported experiencing heart palpitations, insomnia, even bedwetting after seeing what happened in that classroom. The teacher, Abigail Werner, is suing for $40 million. 808 on WTOP. Coming up here, how are we doing when it comes to credit card debt early in this new year? Stay with us tonight. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Bob Imler in the traffic center. Outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge, two stops still in the right lane. Been there for about an hour now. And at last report, there was still no help with it. But you come up to it at speed, so be alert for that. Headed outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge as you come off of the East Street Expressway and other roads you want to get out of that right lane. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, we are good to go. In Maryland, had one stopped on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound before 410. I believe they just got that out of the roadway. North of the Beltway on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, everything is running well there, as well as on 270 and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Nothing to report there. Clear sailing, in fact. And in Virginia, on both 395 and 95, pace is good, and the travel lanes are open. We're in great shape on 66. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, now it's time for Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. The next weather maker Tuesday giving us nothing but rain. Don't expect any snow out of this one except in the highest of elevations just west of I-81. Temperatures will be starting out in the 30s. We'll top out in the mid to upper 50s during the afternoon on Tuesday. We'll have higher intensity rains coming our way for the afternoon and early evening. We've got a flood watch up. Could get one or it's two inches of rain and also a wind advisory. Our winds could gust between 35 and 50 miles per hour during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. College Park at 37, Fairfax City 34, National Mall at 41 degrees. Some of us could be down to 28 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news now, 10 and 40 past the hour. And Jeff Claybaugh. NVIDIA stock hit another new high Monday after announcing new artificial intelligence chips for home and office, PCs and laptops. Consumer debt rose another 5.7% in November to $5 trillion, $1.3 trillion of that credit card debt. D.C.'s 8th Street Northeast loses another business. D.C. Craft Beer Cellar is closing, one of several that have closed in recent months. The Dow finished Monday session up 217 points. The Nasdaq rallied two and a quarter percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And let's check out what's happening in the Asia Pacific markets tonight. 
So far, so good. Australia is up more than 1%. Tokyo stocks with the Nikkei up nearly 2%. South Korea's Kospi, 1% higher. And the Shanghai Composite is just a fraction lower. A lot has been made as the Israel-Hamas war rages on about the U.S. relationship with the current Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and whether Joe Biden and others in the White House can influence Israeli policy a little bit. But is Benjamin Netanyahu still really in control? One of the key questions we'll talk uh, to Politico with coming up here in just a few minutes. Now, 8-11. Stay with us. Hey, Washington, D.C. Are you looking for new ways to save this new year? Well, you don't need to be on a family plan to get the best deals. Switch to Verizon and get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. But this offer won't last forever. So switch now to get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. A better plan to save is Verizon. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Good to have you here now at 812. Coming up, what's up first for the Maryland General Assembly? as they're getting back to work this week, as are lawmakers in Richmond. Stay with us on WTOP. The questions begin from the moment you get the cancer diagnosis. What if I can't fight it? What if I can't recover? What if I can't dance at my daughter's wedding? But what if you can? At the Johns Hopkins Kimmel Cancer Center, our trailblazing oncologists ask, what if? Leading the world through 50 years of cancer expertise. And we've brought it all to you at Sibley Memorial Hospital and Suburban Hospital. Johns Hopkins Medicine, world-leading cancer care in your community. HopkinsCancerDC.org. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 814 on WTOP. I appreciate having you with us tonight. I'm Dimitri Sotis, and it's always good to have your company here. We are following some of the latest developments in the Middle East. An Israeli airstrike has killed an elite Hezbollah commander in southern Lebanon. It's the latest in an escalating exchange of strikes along the border that have raised fears of another Middle East war, even as the fighting in Gaza exacts a mounting toll on civilians. And as this war rages on between Hamas and Israel, some are raising concerns that the Israeli leader, the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, may no longer be in full control of his government. The concern is apparently coming from some of those trying to bring an end to the conflict. And Politico foreign affairs correspondent Nahal Tusi has written a column about this. She joins us live tonight. Always good to hear from you. Nahal, can you fill in the gaps? I just had the very much the thumbnail sketch there, but I think people would be shocked to, to understand that uh, Netanyahu may not be in full control anymore. 
Well, the basic thing is that the United States wants Netanyahu and the Israelis to make some tough decisions, uh, long-term types of decisions related to the conflict and the Palestinians. But because Netanyahu is trying to keep together a very unwieldy coalition uh, that includes some far-right partners who he needs to stay in power, uh, partly because he's trying to avoid going to prison on corruption charges, um, and those far-right partners don't agree with a lot of what the United States wants, he is unable to kind of make some of these tough decisions or or unwilling to do so. And so there's times when the U.S., so many times when they ask him, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you please do this? Uh, and he basically is just thinking about the politics and his future. Uh, and, and, you know, arguably in some ways he might, he might insist he's thinking about national security uh, for his country, but there's all these factors going into it, uh, and it's making it hard for him to make decisions that the U.S. would like to see him make. Is it still the case that the war cabinet that is focused on Gaza uh, is is not made up of these more far-right figures? Correct. Yeah, they're not in the war cabinet, so they're not involved in like the military decisions on the ground. But there's other decisions related to the war, uh, such as, for instance, getting more funding to rebuild and revamp the Palestinian Authority, that sort of thing, and having a vision for a two-state solution, a plan uh, that would involve the Palestinian Authority. These are things that the United States wants, uh, but the far-right partners don't want that at all. In fact, they are talking about finding ways to get Palestinians to leave Gaza. So that Israelis can go in and build settlements and reoccupy the territory. These are very, very different things. And Netanyahu is caught in the middle. And, uh, you know, for him, uh, his political survival is, is pretty is a pretty big deal. So he's weighing that as he's uh, making decisions. And, and it's just like he's a very weak leader at this point. Is uh, a prolongation of the war one of those decisions that we're seeing happen now? Should should the, uh, most of the fighting in Gaza have ended already? Well, look, it depends on what you consider a war and what what is prolonging it. Uh, you know, at a certain point, Israel's not going to need to just keep bombing and obliterating buildings in Gaza. There are other ways to prosecute this war uh, that probably just make more sense. And it can't have all of these reservists uh, out in Gaza doing this all the time because its economy is going to suffer. They need people back in the workforce, that sort of thing. There's a lot of factors to consider. But there are some concerns among U.S. officials that, you know, so long as the war continues and maybe even, you know, escalates, you know, think about it beyond beyond just Gaza. I mean, some of the regional stuff. There's some people who wonder if Netanyahu is seeing this as just another way that he can stay in power, kind of banking on the idea that as long as there's this conflict going on, Israelis will not want to change the leadership. Uh, but it's a little, it, that's the type of thing that's pretty hard to predict because Israeli politics can be very, very chaotic. But for the short term, I mean, in terms of Netanyahu picking up the phone and speaking with President Biden and others in the administration, there's still plenty of communication, right? It's not as if uh, we've just lost him, if I could put it that way. Oh, not at all. I mean, he, he really needs the United States for support on the international stage at the United Nations, not to mention our continued military aid. And the U.S. is not giving up on him. He is the elected prime minister. He uh, is the one that we probably know best in a lot of ways. Uh, and so we're in constant contact with him. Uh, U.S. officials have gone there so many times and stayed in so much contact that uh, some people call it BB sitting uh, because BB is his nickname, Netanyahu's nickname. Uh, but yeah, but there, but the U.S. is also keeping in touch with other 
political leaders in Israel, including opposition leaders like Benny Gantz uh, and Yar Lapid. I mean, there is a sense within the Biden administration that at some point Netanyahu is going to have to exit the stage and they need to be ready to deal with others who might step up and be prime minister. The question is when. Nahal, thank you very much. Hope to speak again soon. We appreciate it. Thank you. Nahal Tusi, live on WTOP, foreign affairs correspondent with Politico. Top stories we're working on here on WTOP. At least 21 people are hurt after an explosion at a hotel in Fort Worth, Texas. Is the defense secretary's job in danger? We are following up on the controversy involving Lloyd Austin going into the ICU and the White House not being told. We're actually told tonight that Austin is out of the ICU and working. With Ron Rivera now fired as commander's head coach, what's the game plan for team owner Josh Harris? He's talking about a thorough search for a replacement that will also happen quickly. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, and Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, no incidents or delays to report. Outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge, heading into Virginia, the uh, two cars are still stopped on the right lane. Believe it to be a minor crash, but you come up to it at speed and rather suddenly. In Virginia, 66 does run well, and both 395 and 95 each running without delay. And in the district, up and down 295 along 695 and 395, you're good to go on each. In Maryland, 50 out to the Bay Bridge in great shape, 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right, and no delays to report either way on 270. Winter's here, and with Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. And now we're checking in with Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. A chance of flooding and a chance of power outages this time tomorrow. The next weather maker Tuesday, going to be a nasty one. Listen, we've got wind advisories that will go up tomorrow afternoon, continue going uh, into Wednesday morning, and a flood watch as well. Wind gusts could be about 35 to 50 miles per hour, and rainfall amounts could be 1 to just over 2 inches and River flooding looking possible. Temperatures tomorrow out of the 30s, rising to the mid to upper 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Georgetown is at 40, Bowie 35, Leesburg right at freezing 32 degrees, and some of us could be down to 28 overnight. Still to come tonight on WTOP. Hiring more police, affordable housing, some of what Maryland's governor wants lawmakers to deal with in the upcoming session. I'm Kate Ryan. Stay with us tonight. It's 821. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. 
Good evening at 8.22. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox. Box.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. 823. It was a deadly crash involving a semi that left a father dead last September in Loudoun County. Now the man driving the car police believe caused that crash has been indicted by a grand jury. Loudoun Now reports that Jose Padilla Espinoza, whose Nissan Altima hit the truck while changing lanes on Route 28, is now facing three misdemeanors, including reckless driving, at more than 85 miles an hour. The crash on September 18th caused the truck to overturn and catch fire, killing its driver, 33-year-old Cesar Yepes. General Assemblies in Richmond and Annapolis are both reconvening this week. For now, we're focused on the Maryland General Assembly with WTOP's Kate Ryan. Maryland lawmakers get back to work on Wednesday, and Governor Westmore has given a heads-up that the budget is tight. He's already talked to lawmakers during a conference last month when $3.3 billion in proposed transportation cuts were announced. The Baltimore Sun reports the governor has also sketched out priorities like affordable housing, hiring and retaining police. And concerns about public safety, including juvenile crime, are popping up in bills that have been pre-filed by lawmakers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And as lawmakers prepare to gather in Annapolis, Maryland's Governor Wes Moore wants them to be thoughtful as they incorporate artificial intelligence into their legislation. The governor signed an executive order that demands everyone in state government make sure AI is integrated in a responsible and ethical way. The order emphasizes the need for fairness and equity in the state's use of AI. The governor says the systems can perpetuate harmful biases and lawmakers must work hard to avoid those risks. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. More and more travelers are behaving badly. People are now being arrested, fined, and in some cases jailed for outrageous behavior, ranging from outbursts and rages on planes to defacing or disrespecting monuments on the ground. Now at least one city is doing something about it. Kyoto has now published a code of conduct for tourists, ranging from carrying your litter back to your hotel room to dispose and not taking selfies at religious shrines and temples. But is it being enforced? Not exactly. But hotels and restaurants are following the code by training their staffs to make contact with visitors and engaging in direct conversations that lead to persuasive suggestions. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55. 825, we're back with Ben Raby. All right, Dimitri College Football National Championship. What a start for Michigan and running back Donovan Edwards, the junior, with two carries for 87 yards and two touchdowns as Michigan now leads Washington 14-3 late in the first quarter. Meanwhile, reactions continuing to pour in with the commanders moving on from head coach Ron Rivera. No surprise, given the on-field struggles, but the longest-tenured commander, Hunter Tressway certainly appreciative of Rivera's impact back in 2020. 
We're in the middle of a, a playoff push. 